When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the Cowboy Stories. The sponsors for today's episode are Cade Coombs Horseshoeing and Hell's Backbone Ranch and Trail. You can find more information on them at bouldermountaintrails.com. And our newest sponsor is Hot Horses and Livestock. That's H-A-U-G-H-T, Horses and Livestock. They're a small ranching family who specialize in young horses. They ride a lot of horses for the public, but if you're looking for a young performance horse prospect or an older ranch horse or even competitive rope horses, they have a variety of them for sale. You can find them on Instagram at Hot Horses or on Facebook at Hot Performance Horses. That, and again, that's H-A-U-G-H-T. We're so grateful for all of our sponsors. We really appreciate them. And if you or anybody you know is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please feel free to send me an email to cowboystoriespodcast at gmail.com. And with that being said, let's dive right into part two of my interview with Boone Taylor. up to as a role model in the industry oh there's been some good guys i've met i went on a mission up in wyoming and and met some good guys up in there and there's they were good good cattlemen and i took a lot from i took a lot that i learned from them and brought home i mean and implemented my of course my dad he was a my dad had a good eye for cattle. You know, there's there's a lot more to it than just cows, bulls, and horses. I mean, you got to be you got to be a good cow man. And he was he had a good eye for cows. He always looked for the the small stuff, the structure. I mean, structure of the animal, and you know, a cow should be feminine looking and stuff like that he taught me a lot about that and these guys kind of just enforced that and stuff like that but I'd probably say my dad was most influential but there's been other people along the way but and a lot of that's just up to the individual too I mean everyone thinks their cows are good and they should (laughs) yeah you know it's just it's just what works for you and what you enjoy as far as breed or a lot of guys like big cows i mean i i can't this country you can't have those great big things it just 
they're just not efficient. I mean, so I try to, I've tried to implement everything I've learned from people. I mean, not everyone has good ideas, and you can use all those. It's, it's good to visit, and we've always been pretty progressive in seeking out different bloodlines and I mean we'll drive and pick bulls and that's about the only vacation sometimes we've had <laughs> as a bull buying trip but, yeah <laughs> so and even when you go I, I mean you're always looking at people's yeah. play I mean even if you go to a steak dinner and you're always there'll be someone there that you want to visit and so I mean Everyone in the industry probably looks for opportunities to visit. Yeah. So that's well. We haven't been on a vacation other than those. No. That's for sure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Pick up equipment or yeah, animals. animals. But that's another thing. It's hard. I mean, you're tied to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like those cows or on the desert and you go check them and but you still have your heifers here and stuff to feed so it's but we some people feed for us and we sometimes get away <laughs> <laughs> i saw this saying that said um shoot i wish i had a better memory it said only ranchers will wake up and go to work and work hard just to turn around and come back and talk about work like it's exciting. <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, like your day was full of fun. Yes, huh? yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is, that's very true. What would you guys say the, maybe you could both give your own answer. What would you say the hardest part about living this lifestyle is? My, I don't know. Probably just what we were talking about. Missing out on things. Like, I look back and when you're starting out, you're all gung-ho, going to show, do the best you can. And I look back, probably missed out on some kid programs or, you know, just because you were gone doing something. But then as they get older, they can go with you. So I, that was, that's probably been more my regrets missing out on some of the kids' little stuff just then looking back I probably should have just said to hell with that and went and done what I should have done but that and just scraping by sometimes <laughs> that's just how it is I mean but we've never gone without so I guess you can't look back and say that was too terrible but those yeah. have probably been the hardest things looking back for me about the way of life and yeah. the job, you know. But I don't know what she might say a whole different batch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if there is a hard part. <laughs> I was raised this way, and he was. So. I guess if you don't know no better. We don't to me, it's always just been like a, I don't know, I wanted to raise my kids doing this and they just, like you said, they have it on all sides. <laughs> They're 
they're doomed <laughs> to <laughs> want to do this. But so I don't know. I don't. Don't I think, think there is any bad, huh? Sacrifice, but he said, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. <laughs> so if you've worked for other people, like I worked for the government for ten years, so it was a great job, but it was going to work every day. This is just. Yeah, I always tell Boone, you don't have to go put up with anybody yourself. <laughs> I, Sometimes that's not good. <laughs> right? I mean, there's definitely hard things, but I just like that. We don't know any different. So I just like it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I guess we don't know any different. So on the flip side of that, what has been like the greatest reward or the best part about living this lifestyle? Watching kids want to do it and getting handy at it. I, I don't know, like last couple of years, these girls, they have their, because we retain all our own heifers for mm -hmm. replacements. and So every time we say we got to go pick them, they already have them. He used to pick his yeah, but now hours, but he doesn't get a pick. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like two, we got him out two days ago before we shipped, and I they handed me the list. So That's rewarding to have kids want to, and not only just want to do it, but well, thinking about it, like I mean, actively yes, be involved. Yes, I mean, well, they usually pick the same replacement heifers you would have picked. Yeah, yourself. so I mean. <laughs> So picking up on he doesn't let them keep them just because they're they wanted them they've learned and they know what that's pretty fun to see that's like kind of how your dad taught you yeah. what to look for in cattle right. like now yeah. you've kind of passed that on to yeah and like i said they're they're dang good hands but like i said there's a lot more to this and so the little subtle things i mean I don't know. That that's rewarding to me. Just, yeah. And I, like I said, I'm not easy to be around. <laughs> I never have been, and these guys will tell you that. I mean, but even putting up with me, they're still learning. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, whatever they want to do, that helps them in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's and I mean that and being proud of what you accomplish I mean if you if you don't like what you're doing and be somewhat I'm I'm not saying being cocky but you got to be proud of what you put together and yeah because like have pride in your work yes and, and sometimes I'm a little over the top I don't let a lot of stuff slide <laughs> but I'm getting better aren't I Somewhat. <laughs> That's why he does. He's never hired anybody to help him because he would just follow them around and do their job. They wouldn't do it right. Yeah. I don't know if that's a. I think it's kind of a fault of mine. I. And I, I do rely on friends, and. But I'm getting better when I can't get around as good, but. We're we're blessed with good people around us, and Marge's family has always been really good to us. I love them, and 
I run with my brother-in-law Richard Fillmore. He's been he's a good hand and always been helpful. So it's not just us. I mean, yeah, everyone's got people around them that care for them and and help out when they can and do. Mm-hmm. So, but there's lots of rewards if you sit back and think about it. It's just that's the only reason we do it. It's not for any money. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but it's a good way of life. When you think back on your life and raising your kids this way, and maybe even before you had kids, do you, do any favorite memories stand out to you? I don't know. Just I I remember coming home and thinking it was pretty. I mean, my dad had his stuff, but when I come home, I thought it was pretty good of old Ivan Lyman and Neil Jepson to sell to a younger, I don't know, that, I, I'll always remember that, thinking that was pretty neat to have some of the older people try to help the younger, the younger. bunch out. and that. Uh, that that kind of was a good memory for me, you know. That that's missing a lot nowadays. A lot of kids don't stay around, and a lot of the other people don't. It's all about money. Money. Yep. And the highest bidder, and you can't blame the old guys. I mean, some of these guys, their kids are gone, and they can sell out for a lot of money. But that was a. Uh, I always thought that was pretty good of them. I'll never forget it. I mean, yeah. I rolled with those guys quite a bit. Cause Before they, you left on your mission? Yeah, when I was little. Because yeah. they, they didn't run with us in the summer, but they went to the top sometimes. Oh, okay. So when they came off the top, we'd sort over on the frisky fence and... Yeah, they were good. They were. Those were the. Oh, that's good old generation. That's not. Not very many, if any, are still around. So I'm lucky to have rode with some of those guys. My grandpa too. He was good. He was a good cow man. But so that's one of that's. I remember that memory. Kind of hit me. Yeah. I always remember that. I don't know. That is pretty cool that they did that. I don't know very many people who would, I don't know if humble is the right word, but who would be humble enough to to do that instead of just being greedy and to just want to help the lifestyle keep going on with people who want to do it. And that's going on here in this county. You know, you... You can't fault the guys for selling it because someone's a willing buyer, but it's sad to see some of these allotments come up for sale and the younger kids can't get into it. Yeah. I mean, they'd never pay for it. And so, I don't know. It kind of makes it hard to keep the... What's the word I'm looking for? The driver, the desire for the younger kids yes. to try to get into it. You're, you're if, exactly right. If it's almost impossible to. Yep. And that's, and we, there's a couple 
examples of that that's happened here a little bit. I mean, and the guys gave everyone a shot, but there was just someone with more money. And, yeah. And the, the real sad part about it is, is it's people that don't have any ties here. And then they come in here and, I mean, to each their own, they can run it how they want, but yeah, a lot of the guys that have to run there end up getting, I don't know, it's just not the same as the guy that owned it before, the old timers, <laughs> yeah. but so you're right, it's kind of a sad situation. I and that's one way to lose your community. Yeah. Is the younger generation doesn't come back. And then the price of everything's just skyrocketed and I don't know. That's what I getting back you <laughs> tell your kids to do it or sell out and go play golf and have <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that's why it's important to share the stories yes. and to educate people. Oh yeah, what you're doing is important. And not like I didn't mean that in like a no, <laughs> I'm going to brag is. on myself. It is though. But it, I think it's it's you know, really important for people even outside of the podcast every time you have an opportunity to share a story with someone or yep. talk to them about what you do it just helps educate. It does. More generations of people to be more aware of what's actually going on. Yeah, just think think what, like we were talking before you show came, like think about 20 years ago, the ones that you could have, you could have got yeah. those old guys. Yeah. So I mean, at least you started sometime, <laughs> yeah. you know, because yeah. there was, see those, a lot of those old, they didn't, they never saw a bull wagon or a semi. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. And there's like a few of them that were kids that remember it, but. Well, even your great grandpa owned Sandy Ranch, and they. Yeah, they lived there. Down there, and (laughs) that was a long. Like for us, it's 45 (laughs) minutes to get down there in a car. The horse trailer, yeah. And they rode a horse down there and tended sheep, and his grandma would go down and have to cook for all of the men that were down there working and that's we were just talking how she'd get all of her supplies down there that uh, like we have it easy yeah we do but how, it's still hard <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know it makes you wonder how those old guys right. timers did it i guess yeah. if it was if it's better now or if it yeah it maybe maybe yeah. that's where the time I mean, all this stuff to make our life easier hasn't made any more time. (laughs) That's what you were talking when you would go camp on the east end, but the road then wasn't paved. So they went up there. It was harder to get there, so you're not going to come home every night. Yeah. And so, like, he has memories camping up there with his dad where, I mean, our kids go, but they come home every night. Yeah. Yeah, we used to probably easier to come home than, <laughs> than to pack everything yeah, you can. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, we just need to make time, but no, you're right, though. It's good to have some record, because even growing up, I mean, I can't remember. I probably got told stories and of my grandpa, dad, I mean, but you just forget about them, and it's too bad. I'll even catch myself Sometimes you're 
I mean, where you went as a kid and you're like, you have to sit there and think for a second, what's the name of this? I mean, yeah, it comes to you, but what if I don't tell my girls? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the only one that knows the name of it or very few people left, you know, so. Because you look on these maps of the governments, a lot of stuff's misnamed. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even name it right. But, so yeah, it's good to, it's good to keep your heritage around and mm-hmm. at least know all you can about it. Yeah. Or try to. Speaking of that, in your guys' opinion, are cowboys as good today as they were back in the day? I think it depends on what your definition of a cowboy is. Let's start with that. Okay. What's your definition of a cowboy? Well, well, I think more, you got to be handy. I mean, I think a cowboy knows how to handle a horse, a rope, but he's also got to know cattle. I mean, you can use you can be good at what you're doing, but like I said, sometimes you got to almost get in their mind. And a good cowboy knows how to do that. Not necessarily just bust into stuff and get it done. <laughs> yeah. You can you can work smarter, but so as far as better, I think the genetics and stuff are here to make being a cowboy easier and better at raising cattle because there's a lot of tools involved in that are at your disposal for that. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at the stuff you can handle cattle with. Look at some of those old corrals. Yeah. I mean, how many times did a cow see a shoot or so I think I think cowboying's changed, but I still think you still have to have those. That mentality. You do. Especially in this country. I mean, you go out there, I mean, you don't, I mean, a lot of people just use four-wheelers and you're not going to get that done around here. I mean, you still got to, you still got to know how to bust into cattle and, and that's when I say no, no, kind of what they're already thinking. Yeah. Then you can get it done. Because, I mean, some places these cows get you might want to throw a loop around her neck and choke her down but then what are you going to do with her (laughs) yeah (laughs) so if you can outsmart her and get her somewhere close then you can (laughs) then you can be like that but Mm. i think i don't know i think you still got to be somewhat old-fashioned but use the use the technology and the stuff that's come about and not get not get set in your ways because like i said everything changes yeah and if you got an open mind to it and some of it will fail but that's when you just mark it off and say not let's not do that again (laughs) that (laughs) That went south (laughs) that was a a good try but but that's that's what keeps it fun too i mean Mm -hmm. Like I said, this would get boring if you knew everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would think then it would Then you might be. as well move on to something yeah, else and learn I, about something yeah, else. That's what keeps it interesting and fun. Because it's always fun to go get 
a new bowl and see what the calves turn out, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, back in the day, I mean, of course it was all open rain. I mean, I don't know that you had to focus on that so much. It was, but nowadays where you're kind of been getting choked back and you got to make every dollar count. And so to be the best, I mean, or do your best, you've got to, because it's definitely not as easy. I mean, back in the day, you didn't have all this pressure from government. And you didn't people. have people cutting your allotment from yes. 400 head to 80, yes. whatever you said. And, <laughs> and people driving by, flipping near the birds. They don't like cows <laughs> on the road. Or This seems like a lot of it's getting you. The beef industry sometimes isn't, I don't know that that's for you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's for the packers, but... So yeah, there's a lot of stuff again. You, that's why you just got to keep plugging <laughs> along. <laughs> I don't know. You want to add to that? What do you think cowboy is? <laughs> there's more to it than just buying a hat, though. Like we get a lot of that. We're not a lot of, but. You have to know. It's more than the look. Yeah. you Like he said, you have to know the cattle and know when people think it's just easy. They know how to ride a horse, so they're going to come and, and do that. And they find out, especially where we run cows, it's the east end of Boulder is not an easy place to run cattle. So it'll usually by the time you're done gathering a spring there you know if you're a cowboy or not huh yeah that's almost like huh it's it's fun it's like it's a challenge gotta know how to track and i don't know it's like these buffalo hunts get done kind of when we're winding up and we used to do quite a lot of that and anymore i just tell people when they say you want to go and I said I've been I've been hunting <laughs> buffalo <laughs> I, uh. the domesticated kind but, <laughs> but yeah that's that's a good place to run cows though it's good feed makes good calves and it's productive it's rough but it's a productive allotment all of them are when it rains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like for your kids and stuff. So it's it's a tie to the land where people don't understand that because his great great grandpa owned Sandy Ranch and ran there and we're there. And then the trail we use to go to the mountain, which the park service keeps trying to shut down so we can't use that but it's a historic trail permit so we're going to keep on using it but so his great 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 what great grandpa royal blasted that trail to the mountain that's to take cool sheep there so they take their cows like we take cows up so the kids it's just a tie to the land like that their heritage like they know like 
our grandpa, great grandpa, great great grandpa brought sheep up this trail to the mountain where we're taking our cows. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. It's not just a livelihood. It's a connection that a lot of people don't. I think, and I mean, anybody can be a cowboy, but like that you have a, a tie to the land and it, it means something to you. Like with my kids out there, they're not just riding their horse. Mm-hmm. They're, of course, like you said, they're learning from him and surprised in what they learn sometimes when paying attention to things you don't know they are. But it's also the family history and their heritage and ties to the land where I think that tie makes, like we're environmentalists and they like to call themselves environmentalists, but we're more environmentalists than they are because our connection to that land, they'll never understand. They would never be able to care for it the way like our kids would and someone with an any rancher because most of it is the same way like we're on land that our families have been on for generations so it means something yeah i like that well we take better care of it than the government they need to start logging it it's even changed even since I was a kid, and that's, you wouldn't think it'd be long enough, but it it shows. That's uh, really not about the resources, it's about just getting rid of a way of life, I think. I don't, they use, they use it as an excuse, but really it's just about, they just don't want cows around. That's what I think. I mean, they'll put all these numbers down, utilization, this and that, but... When you get right down to the bare bones, it's not about that. Because, I mean, if it was, what they don't care if elk and deer and buffalo do it. So that just goes to show that it's just about getting rid of the way of life, I think. And they'll have hell doing it when you get right down. They don't know who they're up against. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. That's right. And that's. That's what's nice when, I mean, you can band together because it's not just us, it's everyone around this country because mm-hmm. we all have to deal with it because there's not enough private ground to <laughs> <laughs> do it. But And even if there were enough private ground, like that's, if they wanted you to move to private ground... That's not where your grandpa was. Nope. Like, that's not where your heritage is. That's not... Right. Like, it's not the same. It's not. Because it's not the same place. Yep. You can tell people to move, but you're not. we're not going to because nope. it's, not, it's not the same. That's exactly right. Then there's not to say that there's some good people that you can work w- with in those agencies, but they'd rather all the higher-ups... But they still report to... That's right. There's always a higher up, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like anyway. But Well, I think I've asked all the questions that Good job. I was meaning to, but <laughs> feel free if there's anything else you guys want to share to I'm just glad to visit you and think that 
you're doing something that, like I said, is important. It, it is. <laughs> and it might not seem like it to some, but that's always going to be a documentation of some ways of life in this country. and Of you running your cows where yep, you do. Yep. And, and not only just us, but all the ones you visited. I mean, it's it's important for the younger generation, I think. Even if they don't have any, it'll always be a good way to look back on some, maybe someone they knew or something. So Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that you're doing it. Well, thank you. You bet. That concludes part two of my interview with Boone Taylor. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned for another episode coming out in two weeks.